0: Time for our Monday experts. And today's topic is something a lot of us get quite nervous about. Well, it's been a while since I had one of these. Sweaty palms, getting the handshake right, freezing when you're asked a question. We're talking about job interviews today. And while they can be nerve-wracking, you can practice... And there are lots of tips and tricks that make doing a job interview easier. If you've got any questions for our job interview expert, you can text them through on two one oh one. She's the CEO of Kinetic Recruitment, Kate Ross. Kia ora. hi, see
1: How are you?
0: Nice to see you.
1: Thank you very much. Good to see you
0: too. Um, okay, let me just jump straight into a listener question. Um, who wants to know in regards to job interviews? How do you handle getting time off to go to interviews with your current employer? Do you let them know? Do you take a sick day? You take an annual leave day. It's pretty difficult to get to a job interview during business hours while you're also working big weeks.
1: Yeah, it depends on the relationship you have with your boss. So most people don't want to obviously give them heads up they're interviewing um, beforehand. So my advice would be definitely to, to take an annual leave day. I mean, if you have too many sick days, it can obviously be, but um, people can figure that out pretty quickly. Um, but just be, you know, go on annual leave. It'll give you time to also think about and prepare yourself before the interview, so you can kind of relax and do some research on the company and get yourself prepared. So that's my advice there.
0: Great. Where does a job interview fit in for the process, right? I've sent my CV in. Mm -hmm. They know all about me. They know what I've done. So why? Why do we have job interviews? I think job interviews,
1: the face-to-faces or even on um, teams these days, teams are a little bit different, but face-to-faces I think are so important. It's really getting to understand how you are as a person, how you communicate, how you come across um, in the role that you're applying for. Also, if you're going to fit the team, you know, if you're going to like work with the team around you, um, how you kind of conduct yourself, how you turn up, you know, all the there's a lot of factors that come into it. So I think, you know, when you're um, on teams, it's a little bit harder because obviously you can't get yourself across as well as you can in person.
0: Yeah. You're talking about sort of virtual, whether it's yeah, absolutely. Or yeah, Zoom sorry. or yeah. Skype or whatever. Yeah, correct. Um, and what will your potential employer have done ahead of the interview, if anything? Do they prepare as well?
1: Honestly, it depends on the person. So if you're going through a recruitment agency, we will be all over your Facebook, uh, LinkedIn. We'll be doing fully research behind the scenes to see how you come across Mm. um, and also see where you've been and read through your CV. Every employer does something different, so I can't kind of comment for everyone. If it's a corporate role, highly likely the HR team would have done a bit of research. Mm. Uh, Depending on the time frame, if you're coming in quickly, they might not have had time to do some, um, I guess, some delming in on your background. So it is pretty different but we always hunt out what's going on
0: okay another listener question here um, can you please ask your expert I'm well qualified or even over for what I go after mm-hmm. and I send an email later thanking them for their time a day or two later and a few days after they promised to get back to me I send another email asking for feedback but I never hear from them am I doing something wrong asks no. Michael in Christchurch
1: it's no honestly it's so common with so many people it's so frustrating that's through agency or going to a client directly um, and I'm not defending them, but what happens in an agency point of view, you know, you're dealing with jobs so quickly and it's so fast. And once that job's um, placed and you've said, no, I'm sorry, you know, you haven't got the role, hopefully a good recruiter will actually tell you why and explain to you why you didn't. In terms of the um, an employer, again, um, nine times out of 10, than what we've experienced from feedback from candidates is they literally hear nothing. And it's pretty poor customer service because you never know they could come back around or they could you know, have, be chatting about you, you know, down the track. Mm. But you're not doing anything wrong. It just comes down to that individual and that situation, the time pressure, what's going on. So I'm sorry you get treated that way, but it's kind of normal, which okay. is not good.
0: So yeah, what Michael is experiencing it's, is not It's pretty moment. normal. Yeah. yeah. Sad to hear that. Okay, so it's fair to say that if I've sent my CV in and I've got a job interview... There's a possibility I'll get this job, right? I'm mm-hmm. in the running for it. It's you're in the running. up to yeah. me from here. Yeah. Yeah.
1: You're probably in competition with others at this stage. I would yeah. say two or three, but
0: yeah. What basic preparation should you do then?
1: Very important, again, if you're going directly through a recruitment agency or if you're going directly through uh, to a, to the client – always make sure you know what um if you're going through an agency you can actually ask the consultant you know how do I turn up is it corporate non-corporate um what kind of style of interview would it be would it be relaxed would it be formal always prepare yourself in terms of understanding you know about the company what their values are what their philosophies are and really read through the job description to understand what you're going to bring to this job so like um things you can transfer from your skill set to potentially into this position. So when you're talking with that client or talking with the interviewer, you're really kind of explaining to them why you're good for that role.
0: Is it worth, by the way, trying to get an in-person interview or doing it if you can?
1: I would be saying yes to that because I think you can actually get – far more across in person than what you can either over the phone or online. Mm. Um, also sometimes that, you know, half an hour, forty five minute interview can turn into an hour, an hour and a half, and you introduce the team, which obviously is a really good sign. So if you can get fun of that person, I always think that's a, a big positive.
0: What should I wear?
1: Yeah, that's a hard question. <laughs> it, honestly it's such a tricky thing. I am I'm a little old school so I would be I'd rather be overdressed than underdressed I'd rather walk into a into a role corporately dressed than come in more casually and then think feel very uncomfortable so but again I would be researching the organisation what you could even do is actually even go into the company on a little you know mission and just have a look what people wear and then mm. come out get that kind of feel it or ask your recruitment consultant hey listen when I turn up what should I wear is it you know is it suit and tie or not ties these days or do I come in casual and That sure would help you.
0: Okay, thank you. Are interviews too one-sided, asks one person. Can an interviewee ask how their employer is likely to fit with them?
1: No, really important, it's an interview between the two of you. It shouldn't be one way you should feel very comfortable to ask them as many questions as they've be asking you, because you know, you're know you going into this role potentially long-term, so you've got to feel very comfortable with who you're talking to. Is it the, a place that you want to work? Do they have the same values? Do they have the flexibility? Is it somewhere that I want to plant myself for the next two or three years and become part of this organization? So you know you shouldn't sit back and just wait for those convo- all those questions to come to you. Make sure it's, it's both ways. So okay. go in with a list of questions.
0: Thank you. Should you try and stand out? should you try and be memorable so they think, mm. oh, look, we saw a dozen people, but that person in the purple jacket, well, hot pink they, lips. they really no. made an impression.
1: No, I think that, I mean, standing out is going to be coming from within so when you're an interviewer what stands out is that you've got that skill set you come across well you know you're articulate um, you can answer the you can answer the questions well and that naturally will just get you more and more involved in the questioning you'll feel more and more comfortable so no you don't have to wear a bright red jacket or you know whatever just come along as you do your very best and really engage lots of eye contact good handshake know what you're coming in to interview for be prepared um, and ask questions
0: Yes, some employers might say if you're competent and articulate, you will stand out well enough.
1: absolutely.
0: (laughs) (laughs) What should you think about if it is a Zoom interview? Mm -hmm. How should you prepare to come across as well as possible virtually?
1: Okay, really important to make sure that your background is a good background. So either you blur it out so it's just you, or you're in somewhere that's kind of, you're not seeing the kitchen or the bedroom or the bathroom or whatever. My ACDC
0: poster in the background.
1: That's exactly right. Just keep it clean. Um, In terms uh, of… Lighting? uh, yeah, lighting's important. Um, you know, good lighting. Making sure that your hair is, you know, done. Your face is done. You're not going to stand up and walk off in your pajamas. All those things you see on TikTok <laughs> yeah. during COVID. Um, just be, you know, set, set up straight. You know, look into the camera, and just try and feel as comfortable as you can.
0: Okay. Um, now back to in-person interviews, and this is a really basic question. But okay, I'm sitting there. I'm waiting. They come out and they say, Jesse, Jesse Mulligan. Hi, I'm such and such. How should I greet them?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Physically, what, talk me through it.
1: Always stand up? Well, that's my recommendation. Is stand up and do a nice handshake, not too firm, not too soft. If you've got sweaty palms, they're going to say, you know, try and do something
0: about that before you get do in Do you practice handshaking with people you know? I make. do that
1: all the time. So if I'm sending a candidate into a an interview and I they come into um practice the interview techniques with me, I will actually have them go right through the whole press, and that's in turn that's actually handshakes as well.
0: Would you give them feedback on their handshake? 100%. Say, so, mate. If it's wussy, toughen up. We need
1: to... <laughs> Without a doubt.
0: We need to have a talk. Yeah, we need to talk. About your liver yeah. fish. Or,
1: or you know, a woman that goes like that. Yeah. No, not happening.
0: Okay, thank you. Um, so stand up, handshake...
1: Be confident.
0: Would, no, no kiss on the cheek.
1: No, definitely not. None of that kind of thing. But also have a couple of questions you want to ask. So just kind of break the ice. You know, how was your weekend? How are you? I know that kind of stock standard. Oh, yeah. But, but it will just make you feel a little bit more relaxed before they take you into that room.
0: Just come across like a normal person. Yeah. Just
1: just chat away. Even you if know? you've got
0: to have a plan for acting normal.
1: Yeah. Just yeah. don't walk in saying nothing because it makes the whole. Well, if they're a good, um, you know, HR person or they're interviewing, they will make that kind of conversation anyway but it just breaks the ice and you can kind of get a bit of a feel of what that person is like Yeah, and then um, sit down and just you know wait for them to say look thanks for coming in and start the interview and then you just kind of get into it
0: someone's just texted they say my most hated question in a job interview is what gets you up in the morning Have you come across that one before oh,
1: all the time okay. i mean yeah, it's a, it's a stupid question, and there's lots of answers.
0: <laughs> Fraser says um, one interview I went to included a tour of the place with yep. one of the receptionists. How people treated the receptionist was unknowingly part of the selection process. I do
1: that. I do that. I, used, I don't have receptionists receptionist anymore because we just, but I used, my receptionist was my, if they treated them badly, I was whopping <laughs> that candidate. I was not, They were not coming into my agency, straight up. That's okay. because, it's because at the end of the day, you should be treating everybody the same way. And if you're going to treat my receptionist poorly, who represents my company, then you're not, probably not for us.
0: Yeah. Um, if you're an older person, I'm, I mean even really sort of middle-aged or older, it might be a little bit different than um, being a, a recent graduate of university. And in fact, someone who hasn't interviewed for a while might feel quite – unconfident or nervous about mm-hmm. putting themselves back out there. I mean, it's not quite as bad as dating, is it? But yep. same sorts of feelings. No, swipe, swipe.
1: Um, <laughs> look, I think if you ask someone getting back into the workforce, I think every, it doesn't matter age group, every age bracket has their um, their worries and concerns, right? You know, there's the grad worries versus just someone who's at their final stages of, you know, working, mm. My advice would be is if you've been out of work for a while and you want to get back into the workforce, then you go into a recruitment agency and you get them to help you prepare, which is free. So you get them help with your CV, you get them to help you put through them techniques, um, or you can actually get someone to professionally help you through that so you can pay that person um, to do that. So that's one of the ideas. But I think that no matter... um, what age you are, you know, confidence is important, self-belief is important, everybody can contribute it somehow. They've obviously got lots of life skills, they can bring something to it, and it's just recognising those. Um, it's important to, you know, not think just because you've been out of the workforce and you've been a busy mum, for example, for the last five years running around with kids, that you've got nothing to bring. Well, I can tell you what, mums are the most resourceful, quick, you know, they are organised mm-hmm. and they're great. So you just got to be, you know, upfront and open.
0: Okay. Hamish says handshakes. Don't you think it's about time to get rid of this patriarchal gesture? Possibly, Hamish, but probably the place to start isn't in the job interview.
1: Yeah, I just think it's look. At my, it depends, you know. If I if I was walking in into an interview, I would absolutely handshake. If they put it out, even though they didn't put it out, I'll put my hand out.
0: It takes care of an awkward moment. Yeah, it does. Yeah, it breaks you know. the ice. Um, how do you how do you know what they're going to ask you?
1: Well, you don't, unless, you again, you go through an agency which could prep you. But I think there's always some very standard questions that they're going to ask. There's going to be things like, what are you going to bring to the role? What have you done, blah, 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 you know, um, whatever areas of development, you know, where do you see yourself in a couple of years, which I'm not a fan of because who knows in 12 months, let alone two years. Um, so it's it's kind of like you've got to sit there and think about what, What can I bring to this job? How can I sell myself to this person with the questions they're going to ask me? And it's also okay to stop and think. You know, you don't have to quickly rush off and answer that question. To sit back and reflect and go, listen, I just need probably a couple of seconds to think about that. So you have that time to be articulate. and
0: That would be impressive, I would think. Yeah.
1: And also if you don't know the answer, say you don't know the answer, look, I have to get back to you on that one. I mean, I've done that plenty of times with clients. Look, they've asked me a question. I'm going, look, shoot, I have to get back to you on that. I don't know. And that's fine. You know, you don't have to know everything.
0: Mm. Orfa says, I've had great success in interviews by having a couple of shells of cover beforehand to ease the nerves and anxiety. Many people do it. Look it up online. Thanks, Orfa for the tip. David in Auckland says, I'm a long-time employer. Here is my advice. The way to stand out is simple. Show you've really thought about the role, how it fits our mission, and be enthusiastic about doing the job. That sounds simple, doesn't it?
1: And it's true. It's exactly right. There's a lot of um, clients out there that will actually employ based on attitude, what you're going to bring rather than what's on your CV. Mm. You know, it's hard these days to find everything. We know there's a you know, skill shortage out there, but on top of that, You'd rather find someone who's got a great attitude, who's going to turn up on time, you know, add to the environment, add to the culture, and train them, than someone come in with lots of skills and not add anything to the business. So mm. it just, yeah, that's my, my vote.
0: You've been doing this for, what, 25 years? 28. 28 years. Mm-hmm. So if I ask you about using AI to prep you for um, oh, yep. for a job interviews, so you're going to screw your nose up and say, I've errated? It's
1: coming. There's, it's, there's so many changes coming with AI. Look, we're seeing it already. You know, you can write job adverts with AI now. You can put CVs together with AI. You can it, you can just, I don't know. We have to be careful as recruiters now because, you know, AI is coming into it. We are on the cusp of that. Like, we're not really fully involved yet. Mm-hmm. But I think in the next 12 to 24 months, our roles as recruiters will change a lot due to AI. Um,
0: What about sitting down with a chatbot and saying, hey, I'm applying for this job of presenter of afternoons on uh, RNZ. Uh, Can you give me some sample questions and I can practice answering them? Then
1: there are probably some good answers that will come up. But but remember, you know, AI is the kind of thing, as much as you put in, you're going to get back. So it depends on what information has been put in. Um, You still can't beat going through somebody who's done it for, like myself, for 26, 27 years. I mean, don't get me wrong, AI will probably challenge me on that. But... um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's value-add, it's going to help you, it mm. gives you good ideas, so it's, it's worth it.
0: Uh, I have prepared well for interviews, and then I just can't respond spontaneously. Mm. Is that a problem of over-preparation, do you think, and how do you deal with that, ask someone?
1: Well, a good interviewer will see that and try and um, calm you so you're not so nervous and try and change the way they interview. A good should it should be a conversation, not an interview. So it should be more like a Back and forward, back and forward. So you're feeling relaxed, so you're not feeling nervous and you can't speak. So if you get like that, I would just say to them, "Look, I actually feel a little bit nervous, um, you know." So and then they'll get it and they will go, "Okay, cool. Don't be nervous." And then you just relax yourself a little bit. So don't be afraid to that's say that.
0: Okay. that's okay. Yeah, someone, of course it, is. it shows great confidence 100%. Actually to say that. Yeah. yeah,
1: I mean, there's no. We all get nervous.
0: Um, actually, it probably makes you more likable. Totally. Uh, this is on, along similar lines. Someone says, not being given the questions in advance is very contentious to me. Am I being interviewed on my ability to perform and think on my feet or on my knowledge and competency? Some people struggle with the unknown, and this isn't reflective of working environments where you have time to think and reply. It's not inclusive for all types of people, and it benefits charismatic extroverts. <laughs> I quite like that. Charismatic extroverts will do better in, in an interview. Yeah, it's not really it, fair.
1: They, call, they will. They 100% will. Mm. Um, Look, very rarely are you going to get a list of questions from the people of, you know, what you're going to be asked because obviously they want to see how you're going to answer those questions. Are you spontaneous? You know, how do you conduct yourself? How do you communicate? So it is tricky, but then preparation is key. Right. Preparation is key. So you've got to sit back and go and write notes down and prepare. Get a friend to interview back and forth so you feel relaxed as much as you possibly can. But also, you know, say to them, look, you know, if there's questions that you feel like you haven't answered well, you can always send an email later and say, listen, I know you asked me these questions on reflection. I didn't actually answer it that Mm. well. Here are some of the things that I've done previously.
0: Kate Ross is my guest, CEO of Kinetic Recruitment, and she's answering your questions on interview technique. What does a good answer look like? In terms of? If someone asks you an interview question, how long should your answer oh. be? What should you include?
1: Well, again, it depends on the question. Um, so okay, if it's directly in terms of skill set, you want to explain yourself as articulating and um, concisely as possible around what, the question is in terms of what you're going to bring to that role. If it's a broad question in terms of like, you know, what do you like to do on the weekends and blah, blah, blah. Um, again, just keep it short, succinct. You know, it's a hard question to answer because sometimes um, you need to go into more explanation. But again, a good interviewer would, if you don't, are not getting the answers out of you, should be able to probe you more to get that question or get that answer from you. There's no right or wrong, but just don't dribble. You know, if you feel like you just got to shut up, shut up.
0: Yeah, put a, put a full stop in. Yeah. And examples can be useful, right?
1: Yeah, or um, you can go back looking, can you explain exactly what you want here? Or say, if you're not sure what they mean, say, look, can you give an example of, of what you're looking for? That's totally fine too, because you're better off doing that and answering it exactly what they need than thinking, gosh, did I answer that question correctly?
0: There, there must be some questions it's worth having a, a, a rehearsed or a, a prepared answer for. I'm thinking of this common one, what was a challenge you faced and how did you overcome it? Like, if you asked me that right now, I wouldn't have anything on th- uh, my head.
1: I don't like that question. It's a dumb question. <laughs> I mean, we face challenges all the time, don't we? It's like far out. Um, but yeah, I mean, again, you know, you could think about something that you've faced at work that's been a challenge and how you've dealt with it in terms of your colleagues or your boss or, or, or whatever. I mean, again, preparation. You know, sit down and write down what is the challenge that I have faced. Um, when have I been put into a situation that's made me feel really uncomfortable, and how have I dealt with it? Have you had conflict with a an ex, uh, sorry, a colleague, or how have you dealt with mm. that? So those kind of things you can kind of prep for. But then again, um, they might ask you questions, those questions. But at least you've done the prep, so you feel like you're in control.
0: Yeah, and don't tell them it's a dumb question.
1: No, don't, no, don't do that.
0: Okay, um, yeah, that got happen. a lot of people complaining about uh, the interview process being biased towards extroverts. Hmm. A lot of introverts texting me, safely texting me these uh, these complaints. Uh, nice to hear from you all on two one zero one. If you've got a question about job interviews, uh, that is the number two one zero one. Could you find a job for my first class honors mechanical engineering graduate son? not really the format sorry, but any thoughts we
1: get we, we've got a lot of those right now um, a
0: lot of mechanical engineering graduates yes, such
1: a it's well was such a tough you know there's you get that great skill set, great skill set um it's just honestly it's just apply, 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 apply. You know, there's a certain little process you've got, to, you've got to apply, you've got to follow up, you go in there, you go see the HR person, you drop in. There's a, there's a real kind of, um, I think, a little system to it. So, you know, he, that person can contact me at Kinetic and I can give them some tips and ideas, no
0: problems. Okay. You probably use a few of them in the City Rail Link. Surely they need some mechanical engineers down there. Um, by the way, is there anyone you just can't get enough of at the moment in recruitment?
1: Actually do you know what the market's quiet right now, is it yeah it's done a turn on us so t- this time last year we were absolutely frantic, crazy busy yeah um, and that no- it normally quietens down for us around about mid December um, but it's gone very quiet and a lot of clients are sending what we've heard from talking to them are sending employers home a little bit early that the rush isn't on, a lot of stock's been bought in and people aren't buying mm. uh, there's a lot of things going on out there so we're, we're definitely on the quieter side compared to you know the previous years.
0: Um, hello, I'm 50-ish. I've spent most of my adult life raising kids, supporting a husband, and a lot of voluntary work. I now want to get a job and be paid. I have two degrees but not much work experience. What are my chances of getting a job, and should I see someone like you first? Ask someone.
1: Again, depends on what kind of role you want to go into. Um, so it's the best thing to do in my in my advice would be sitting down with a recruitment consultant and say, listen, this is what I've done for the last X amount of years. Um, what are my options? What are my options in terms of, you know, what I've done, what I can bring to the table, my maturity, the fact that my kids are now grown up and gone or whatever it may be, and let that consultant help you find something that suits you and then let them help you go out to the clients and say, hey, listen, I've got this great woman or man sitting here. um, They haven't got much experience in terms of corporate or whatever it may be, but they're worth having a chat to and then off they go.
0: How do you answer the question? Tell me about yourself, says someone.
1: Um, Again, keep it quick, succinct, um, but also give them enough feel to know that, you know, you've got a good sense of humour. I mean, it doesn't mean crack jokes, but I'm just saying that, you know, that you. how would I answer that question? Um, what's the question again? Like how do I describe myself? T- tell me about tell yourself. Tell me about yourself. Yeah. Shoot, sure, well, you could say something like, um, from a work point of view, it's A, B, C, D. Yeah. On a personal point of view, it's A, B, C, D. Mm. Kind of like that. Yeah. So you kind of outline both sides.
0: I mean, there are things that are technically not allowed to ask you about Really, but sometimes people are just making conversation, aren't they? Yeah,
1: definitely. And also it might lead onto something like, Oh hey, I know that person who does such and such and then there's that person that knows you and it's Mm. a little bit more comfortable. So it's just breaking in the ice and so they can kind of get a bit of a feel of what you're like.
0: Um, someone's returning to work, they're a mum and they were asking, can they give examples from their life when they're asked sort of questions like overcoming a challenge you know they don't have a lot of work experience to draw on so mm-hmm. is it okay to take something that's happened in your in your life and use that as an example
1: absolutely i mean at the end of the day if it doesn't mean if it's not work related you still have to overcome challenges and manage time and um and sometimes you know life can be harder than work so i just <laughs> it just shows you what kind of person you are what kind of threshold of pressure can you cope with
0: how do you make sure you get paid enough without seeming rude
1: um, well, you should know what they're paying before you go in there, right? So, you, really, well, yeah, you should. Be, you should when you're when you're applying for a role, it should have on there what the salary is. If you're going through an agency, or if you're going to directly into a I
0: don't think that would be true, would it? Half and half, surely. You're the expert. I don't know why I'm telling you that. No, but... I
1: think, Jesse, if you don't know what you're going for salary-wise, why would you waste? Yeah. It? I mean, I would, I would say, mo- if I would be asking. You know, if, if if it's not on the advert, yeah, I'd be saying to that person just so I know what are you looking at paying at this role for, because you don't want to waste your time. Mm. Right, so you need to find out what their salary they're paying now. If it's a job that you absolutely love, and you think, oh shoot, it's five ten k less than what I'm on right now, then it's your choice where you want to go for yeah. it. But it's also your choice to say, listen, Mr. Interviewer or Mrs. Interviewer, <laughs> I'm on ten k more. Is it worth me still applying? Because they might think, okay, shoot, you know what, this person's going to bring more to the job. I could, there's more on my budget. Yeah, I'll pay you ten k. That's more. quite a
0: full on conversation pre-interview, though, eh?
1: I probably wouldn't be having that per- well, there's ways of doing it. And again, you know, through agency, that's our job. We would make sure we know mm. what you're, what you're up for. So we'd completely um, tell you everything. That's why I think, you know, when you go through recruiters, it can be a lot easier in terms of going direct to a client. Most jobs that you apply for, there should be a, a salary either on the ad. And if there's not, there is no harm in asking. Okay. None.
0: Um, And then if, should you have an idea in your head what your answer is going to be if they say to you in the interview, what are your expectations around salary?
1: Yeah, well, if you're, if you're working, you're going to obviously know what you're wanting, right? Um, I would suggest in that situation, I tend to always suggest to bracket it. I'm looking between hair and hair, yeah. right? So I'm not being too pinpointed mm-hmm. if there's enough room or scope to go up and down. So um, then you've got also you can negotiate. Yeah. Right? So I'd give them a bit of a bracket.
0: Okay, cool. Thank you. Um, should you send them a follow-up email?
1: Yes. I'm a big believer in thank yous. Mm. It's good customer service. It shows that you are like going one step above probably everybody else. Not many people do it these days, but I would do it.
0: Okay. And then how long should you expect to wait before you hear something?
1: Oh, god. Oh, that is just the trick. That's a wide, big, open question. Again, it differs between direct agency and going through clients. If you're going directly to a client, it honestly depends – I would be saying at the end of my interview, when will I hear from you next? Mm. I'd be asking that question because you don't want to walk out the door thinking, shoot, am I going to hear in a week or two weeks, or months? What are the time frames? So at the end of your interview, you always say, look, thanks for your time. I really appreciate um, you meeting with me. Can you give me a bit of an idea of when I'll hear from you next on the next stages? And then you're going to know the guidelines.
0: Stephen Tokoro says he's been on interview panels since the year 2000. Our best interviews have by far become our worst employees and vice versa. (laughs) That's a bit of a worry, isn't it? Um, One more. Oh, what's a good question to ask? An employer at the end if they say, have you got any questions for us? Is there a good kind of standby yeah. question?
1: Um, I always make sure that anyone that's going for an interview, there's a couple of ones you can ask. Um, I would say something like, Because I was fortunate enough to get the role, uh, you know, one, two years, three years down the track, you know, where, where do you see me developing within the organisation? Right. I'd also ask about the culture. For me, culture is really important. If they haven't explained that at interview, I'd be saying, can you tell me a little bit about the culture, the people, how you operate, so you get a bit of feel of what they're like.
0: Really enjoyed talking to you. Thank you. Welcome. Kate Ross is the CEO of Kinetic. Sorry if we didn't get to your question. They all came in at once, as they often do in our expert segment, uh, but we got through most of them. So uh, thank you for those who took the time to uh, get in touch with the query. Uh, And if you came in late, you can listen to this whole segment on job interviews on our website in your own time, rnz.co.nz. Jessie.